Welcome to Southpaw's episode 508, F-List for Nerds. I'm Saverin. And I'm Fuzzwolf. And we're back yet again in the new year. It is January 13th, 2022. And what a year, all guys. Seriously, what a year. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been such a long year. Oh my god! I I did see a cute illustration. It was two ponies. It was like, oh, what a year, right? I'm like, Sunny, yeah. it's the second week of January. <laughs> it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, we're back. Shiva has unfortunately been having another hell week of being on call. So she's not able to join us again tonight, which sucks. But, well, it was funny because last week we were talking about the plight of FC and going, oh man, you know, if you can donate, donate, blah, blah, blah. Literally an hour after you finished recording, they canceled. Yeah, it was it was one of those, wow, the episode that we just released was um, is, is now no longer topical. <laughs> the situation has changed. And that's uh, it's the world we live in, man. Times, times move fast. Yeah, I mean, that's good like, that yeah, they yeah. were able to cancel it, but like, I also feel kind of bad because at this point they would have purchased a bunch of potentially perishable things, not mm. like the food and whatever, but also just the, it's like, hey, here's a bunch of branded merchandise for the year that we had to cancel again. So right. hopefully people continued to, uh, like, buy some supporting memberships and continue to assist them as you can afford it because yeah like canceling so close to the end even with the ascent of the hotel and the convention center is still mm-hmm. gonna cost them money and just lose money period because of stuff they purchased for this year that's not carry overable until next year right and uh as we always point out like conventions also have static charges from year to year you know there's they they probably have a storage facility because i know fiesta has a storage facility because there's a ton of shit that you hold on to from over the years but storage facilities web hosting email hosting uh business licenses and uh, a lot of professional fees like that as well and like there's Probably a ton of other shit that I'm forgetting right now, but you know, cons cons do have expenses even in years that they don't run. And they, you know, I don't know what arrangement they came to with the hotel and the convention center, but it may very well have involved uh, a lump cash payment of like, well, we're not going to fuck you with the full amount of your cancellation fee that would normally happen, but under the circumstances, you know, we'll make an arrangement to do it for this amount or something, you know. Or that might not have happened. They might have been like, okay, well, yeah, shit sucks and you totally have a point. Uh, I don't know the details, but, but either way, you may, yeah, cons still have bills to pay and you're right. They have, they'll have probably have already ordered or t-shirts, printed badges, possibly. I mean, who knows? You know, um, perishables. They already had their DJs lined up. They will perish without attention. So, you know, just <laughs> donate to them also. Yeah. There are some people that were doing like a virtual dealer's den thing online this week. I'll have to look to find the details on that, but it basically just like links to people's stores, kind of like how we did it for Fiesta and a bunch of other cons have done. Um, right. So, like, some of the dealers will be, you know, helped because, you know, people buy have to buy prints and shit ahead of time i mean you know mm-hmm. obviously for planet has to buy a lot of books before cons and that's a big ahead of time cost and then if you don't make it back up well congrats you got the stock on hand that you have to store until the next one um, right and that's one thing but like i really feel bad for like the people that are like crafters uh-huh. people that like are making like leather bracelets or weaving together like a bunch of like paracord bondage gear and shit like that like uh, they kind of like what your parents do really like they've spent all this time making things by hand that they were going to sell at this con and they would have bought all the raw materials for that and it's just sort of like well you know now the event's not happening you know 
Yeah. A, a lot of independent uh, artists and crafters have artists and crafters have have finally gotten around to getting online stores because that wasn't a thing that everyone had at the beginning of this. But you know, it's been two years now. But yeah, um, I would just keep an eye on Twitter. I guess I imagine that there'll be a lot of people retweeting, you know, things from their fellow dealers, or maybe the con will do some of it. I'm not sure, but yeah. We may do something. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'm running behind <laughs> on everything lately. <laughs> it's it's such a shame because like I saw a fursuit maker today that makes uh, mersuit sheaths for your you know to put a dick on your fursuit and they got mm. canceled so they're having to do sales online. Mm. You know these are dark yeah. times when you have to mail order fursuit dick and balls, well sheath and balls. But apparently you can uh, probably put like a. Actually, I think they do have both. You can probably put a like silicone one, but I think they actually do make a plush dick that you can get for your sheath to poke out. So that's that's fun. That's uh, man, the furry fandom has everything. <laughs> man, we could uh, we could put that fucking um, glass wolfcock shaped weed pipe in one. You're like, this is my character. His name is Glasscock. He has to be very careful. <laughs> you practice safe sex? Always. I have to. It, it would be the last time otherwise. <laughs> it's like, oh, what happened? Well, one of them died from just shock and the other one from bleeding. Gotta mm. watch out to stab you with my dick. Ah. But yeah, Anthro Expo is coming up this next weekend and hopefully... <laughs> Like, look, I've I've had to just make the decision that I'm going to go um, mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons, because honestly, I was like, man, the thought of having and I've said this before, the thought of having the a gap between Fiesta 2020, which is the last con I attended and what a lot of people last con attended and ma- the first con then being Fiesta 2022 and I have to work mm-hmm. both. And it's like, ah, that's mm-hmm. That would be bad. And then I also realized that um, I've got a PonyCon that I'm helping my parents at uh, here in February. So it would not be a furry con that would be my first convention back, but a pony convention that would be my first convention back. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That would be pretty bad, I think, for yeah. me, um, given my particular and- feelings on pony cons, et cetera. <laughs> Yeah, you're just like, you need some furry fun mm-hmm. uh, between cons here. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I really think it is, will at least be good for my mental health. Um, yeah. Try to make sure that it stays okay for my physical health. You know, bring my KN95s and limit my mm-hmm. exposure. I'm not, you know, I go to room parties. Like, yeah, I'm going to try to sell books to people and have a good time, but also try to not be that mm-hmm. risky. But it's a small convention. And since it's a short drive away, you're not like the threat of exposure, I feel, is acceptable. Yeah, you're not flying across the country like we would be for FC. We're not dealing with three to 5,000 people like we would be for Furry Fiesta. Make sure to double mask. That's the thing now, apparently, is they're saying that with Omicron being so much more contagious than uh, than the earlier versions, that uh, double masking is best. So that means like, a, a 95 or KN95 and then a surgical or cloth on top of it. Um, apparently just a cloth mask is just really not good enough anymore. So Yeah, I've been using KN95s pretty much exclusively at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because those are shown to be the best. I mean, yep. and some people might be like, oh, that's really stupid, Saver. And it's like, well, this whole fucking year is stupid. Nothing fucking matters. <laughs> that was stupid but fuck them like, yeah I don't know I mean again this this is point, just... I'm like everyone should do you know everyone has different levels of risk that they're that they're willing to accept and like we're in a really unprecedented time but it's sort of like you know you're going to Anto Expo hell or high water and I'm in the undecided camp and we'll see how I feel and how how my mates feel, you know, middle of next week when it's like, well, you know, is it safe? But but either way, if I go, I'm fucking I'm fucking masking up, you know, mm-hmm. double I'm double masking. Uh, 
wearing two condoms if I have sex with anybody. Now, see, the thing is, Fuzz, like, if you do end up to not going and I go solo, I'm going to get up to such shit that no one could ever hear about it without bursting into flames. (laughs) You can do that anyway if you want it. Yeah. I know we're sharing a room, but it's not like I'm going to rat you out, you know. (laughs) Oh, that is. We do have a roommate, by the way. Oh? Yeah, Guardian. Oh. Like last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Last year, I think he used his air mattress on the floor. That's uh, right, because it's a double clean. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, I guess I'll have to dial back the hedonism a little bit. Anyways. You can tell tell Guardian to take a walk. You can be like, I'm about to fucking shotgun blast this load through the fucking wall, so you better duck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. I've been saving this up. Just for a furry con. <laughs> but yeah, you know me. I'm so wild. Uh, but yeah, like, that's just kind of my decision on the matter. Because, um, yeah, yeah. It's... Because, fuck, man, it's... It's January. Fuck you, it's January, as the... Uh, <laughs> as the internet would say. We have some other topics, like, you know, shit's going on in the world. Um, furry fandom yeah. stuff. Whatever. Oh, mm-hmm. actually, here's something if you want to feel real old. Uh, made me feel real old. Uh-huh. It's uh, BronyCon January 2012. Happened January right. 7th, 2012. It's yeah. been 10 years since that bullshit. <laughs> and I was just like, oh I my god. I was there 3,000 years ago. <laughs> you know, I, I transform into the old lady from the end of Titanic. It's been 84 years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I have that poster with my Nightmare Nights posters, and it's just one of those, like, hey, this this is the timeline of your shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's been that long. Maybe I can just take them down and store them. Um, I mean, it wasn't a totally terrible time that you had in the fandom. I mean, no, I know... no, not at all. It was just one of those, like, God, it's been ten years. It still feels really yeah. weird, because, like, obviously ten years ago was a different time in the in everyone's lives and in my life and you know trying to to balance the the furry and the brony stuff and not really mm-hmm. having that work out for me and uh you know I, I'm just imagining you ten years ago it's this happy bright eyed cheerful fennec and I'm like uh, things were not like that at all <laughs> no 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 no. It was just a different time, and then here we are, 2022, and it's like, oh, to have the biggest concern in the world is like, I wonder if people will give me shit because my OC's on the poster, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you're putting OC's with the main cast? That's cringe, bro. (laughs) So, that that made me feel really old this week. Not that it matters, but it's just like, wow, it's literally been that long since all that nonsense happened. Saw a post earlier tonight that was like, here's the thing. The millennium happened 20 years ago, which is really weird because so was 1980. Yep. That's how it feels. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And, and, and it went on to a long, it was like a screen cap from Tumblr, but it went on to a, a, a longer thing of like, generationally, it was like, um, the millennium broke. Gen Xers, like it, it, it was just this big point in time, and time has not really counted after that. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, man, the '90s. It was like ten years ago. Huh? Yeah, it's like you make a reference, and people are like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, don't you remember Thing? And you realize, no, the Thing's almost as old as they are. You yeah. Go, oh my God, shoes, and people go, "Ha ha!" Or what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. Yeah, there, there are definitely people that have been born since that meme came about. Yeah. So last week we had our discussion on uh, the book Perv. Did you have a chance to read any more of that fuzz? I haven't. I've been really weird with my reading lately. Like I wanted to sit and read, but like my brain's been so scrambled that like I've started reading like four books, and I just end up not continuing them so i really need to actually feel like committed be like okay i'm gonna fucking pick one and read it you know but yeah 
Yeah. I, I I do want to read more of it. I have not. I, I think I'm having a little executive dysfunction. You know, that's time. fine. I've not made really any more progress with uh, how sex got screwed up. So, Ooh. you know, we're it's okay. <laughs> Got to pace ourselves. So, but anyways, here's an article that I saw that kind of mirrored – that probably mirrors a lot of the furry fandom stuff. So it's, it's an article mm-hmm. titled The Psychology of Hentai Porn. came out on December yeah. 20th on Justin LaMiller is the author. Um, mm-hmm. And according to Pornhub, hentai was 2021's top search term. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, it's anime, 2D anime stuff. And it turns out that really, you know, people are pretty fine with the 2D, obviously. This is based on this guy's survey of 4,175 people's fantasies. Um, he's an author. He wrote a book called Tell Me What You Want. It's really interesting because, again, this is one of those things where men are really overrepresented when it comes to basically 2D stuff. So basically, yeah, reading the sexuality and breakdown uh, and gender breakdown there was, was really interesting. Yeah, because only, only 12% of heterosexual women had the fantasy, according to his research, with only 1% saying often. But 27% of men, with 3% saying often, and those – that means that 24% of men are lying, probably. Uh, 26% of lesbian and bi women have had the fantasy before, with 4.5% saying they fantasize about it often. 39% of gay and bisexual men have had the fantasy before, with 8 saying often. And then 40% of trans and non-binary persons have had the fantasy before, with 8% saying they fantasize about it often. Mm-hmm. And basically, inclusion is like, well, men and gender diverse people have are far more likely to fantasize about hentai than, than women. And mm-hmm. the people that are not anything but straight are more likely to fantasize about it. One possible explanation for these gender and sexuality differences is that it may be due to broader differences in fantasy themes people are drawn to. Um, basically, heterosexual women are primarily focused on regular passion and romance and not so much taboo themes. And are most likely to be that they appear as themselves in their fantasies versus putting yourself in the shoes of the hot anime girl getting banged by the Pokemon. And it was also noted that they found that these fantasies were linked to a large number of psychological traits and characteristics. People more active at imaginations had more hentai fantasies. Uh, hentai and being into 2D more in general was, you know, not as extroverted, less detail-oriented. Basically, if you're a more lonely person and don't need, you know, aren't super attached to other people, you'd be like, yeah, 2D's fine which not surprising and really mm-hmm. given the rise of or a lack of contact between peoples in the last couple of years the fact that it's really popular right now is not really surprising based on that data yeah people into hentai are more likely to have bdsm fantasies which provide you know that this is a vehicle for expressing those interests you know it sublimates a desire to experience rl into pictures of a character getting you know vined up or something and also further the fantasies were also more linked to, to taboo activities in general as well as having more fantasies about non-con such as non-consensual forms of voyeurism and exhibitionism and mm-hmm. then so it says for, so for some hentai may offer a means of engaging with sexual interests that are impossible dangerous or illegal in the real world which yeah that's actually probably way better honestly like if you're into mm-hmm. something very taboo illegal or harmful to yourself or others if you can get off to it in 2d spaces that's way better like for friends not food exactly and then basically the uh lastly perhaps not surprisingly Mm -hmm. people who had hentai fantasies tended to have more fantasies about fantastical scenarios in general such as sex in outer space or sex with aliens or robots which yeah obviously basically it's just you know as with any type the article concludes as with any type of sexual fantasy different people may be drawn to hentai for very different reasons sometimes it's just a result of having a very active imagination whereas other times it might be about meeting a deeper psychological need or a creative way of expressing a taboo sexual interest and it's like this probably mirrors the furry fandom very closely with probably just higher proportions in pretty much all the categories like especially when it comes to like trans or non-binary people imagining yourself in an idealized body yeah like especially for free fandom or mm-hmm. if like you really uh-huh. really you know get into your like fursona headspace and can you know imagine yourself as your oc and you know putting yourself into a commission you bought you know 
that can really get people's cranks going. And that's, you know, there's like four layers of stuff with that. But mm-hmm. it's probably very common for people, you know, we know it's a thing for, for people to like, you know, oh, I, you know, I may suck, my life may suck real life, but at least on the internet, I'm a dragon. And that's, yeah. not, I'm not saying that in any disparaging form, just like people have these thought forms to compensate for, you know, deficiencies sometimes. I, I mean, this leads into the other thing you posted in the topic chat, that ridiculous tweet from Reese Witherspoon. Oh, about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like we have these, you know, quote unquote, second lives um, and online avatars. And it's like a lot of it is like, yeah, it's an escape from the real world. And, you know, at cons, we get to be that character for three days and everyone thinks of us that way. But, you know, online, you know, I represent myself as this um, persona. And I don't, you know, I don't have to be me with the the day job and the mortgage for a little bit, you know? Yeah. The uh, particular tweet in question is Reese Witherspoon, uh, blue check extraordinaire, saying, In the near future, every person will have a parallel digital identity. Avatars, crypto wallets, digital goods will be the norm. Are you planning for this? Question mark. Which all it means is that some crypto fuckers paid her some money to make a dumb shit tweet. And I screencapped mm. it and said, it's called having a fursona, dumbass. Because, yeah, yeah, furries and people in fandoms have had parallel lives, parallel identities for years and years. Like, mm-hmm. even when, you know, going back to the pony stuff, I had a parallel identity there, even though I was still doing furry shit over here. You know, and then, of course, I have real life as well. And it's like, yep. just, you know, what space are people going to refer to me by? You know, what am I going to get referred to by these, this person I'm interacting with? There's multiple answers, and all of them are valid, depending on context. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, that for some reason got 51 retweets and 194 likes, which is wild. It's like, hey, it's this first tweet of mine in a while that actually got engagement weird. Um, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, people pointed out, like, literally we had better shit than NFTs done and dusted all the way back in 96. And they posted a picture of the an ad for... For Cadia. And yeah. it's this really nicely done old pen drawing that's been digitized of a green dragon. And it's like, that looks a million times better than any NFT I've fucking seen. Then people are like, yeah, yeah, this is like Roblox. And people are like, bold of her to assume most of us haven't already had these. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we uh, have our parallel identities and are, use that to explore just all these parts of ourselves. And yeah, the fact that People have done a little bit of research into, like, oh, hentai is really popular. Why is that? Oh, this is X, Y, and Z. And it's like, yeah, this mirrors a lot to what we know about in the furry fandom in, like, how people use personas as avatars and whatnot. And, you know, for some people, they're just characters on a page, and some people, that's an idealized self. And that's, you know, it's different for everybody. You know, and that's not even getting into stuff that we don't have expertise in, like variants. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I think it's a healthy thing, you know, I think it's like, it's a good way to like express yourself creatively and just kind of be able to explore your personality and a little bit. And it opens up like a lot of questions, you know, about like, like, like who we are and how we see each other and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. It's the metaverse. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like all the shit that they're talking about with this metaverse nonsense. And it's like sub-second life. You have to be a normal human. Who the fuck wants to be a normal human on the internet? That's like yeah. going to play around in VR chat and just being like Bob the office worker. When you could go over to the you know furry hangout and get yourself you know a dozen different kobolds with colors and – or you know, all these free personas are, you know, hey, I'm going to be Legosi from Beastars, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, the there's this boring-ass fake metaverse bullshit that they're really trying to force on us. And mm-hmm. people are just like, what's the point? Like, I, I don't... I remember years ago when uh, the movie of Ready Player One came out, and a lot of people were criticizing it, and then the one critique I saw that really hit home was like the most unrealistic thing about it is there's only one furry avatar in the movie, you know, <laughs> and like, yeah, in real life, like 
fifty percent of those people would be furries, and like another quarter would at least be like people with uh, with wings, or you know, or, or fairies, or demons, or something like that. Oh, oh, I I was distracted by a person linking an interesting Patreon post and was going, "Who? What's this about?" And it's like, oh, hey, somebody I follow, I mutuals with, retweeted some uh, another author who apparently follows me. So, okay, it's one of the the free writers. I'll have to look into that later. Um, Speaking of the metaverse, have you seen the uh, the video that Cooper Tom made um, uh, about the Toys R Us? Or which one? No, um, the one he made in the oh the grocery store in in the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Like, why didn't I just do this in real life? I don't know, man. (laughs) Just. Uh, my my favorite line is, you know, when you know, the fox just goes, because it's the metaverse. <laughs> well, that's the thing that so sucks, too, is that, like, these videos are like, oh, you'll virtually walk through a store. And it's like, we, we literally, we have shopping websites and have refined this shit down so far that you can just, I need X, Y, and Z. I don't need to navigate my ass through a 3D environment to whack some 12-packs into my cart and then have them clip through the floor and not be able to purchase them. And, like... (laughs) Grocery shopping as a video game. Yeah, like, I... If I'm gonna buy something online, I'm gonna just search by name, click add to cart, and pick it up. But I don't... I'm not going to go through and, like, walk on a infinity treadmill to go pick up groceries. That just seems dumb as hell. No one is going to do that. Can you wearing a fucking VR rig to, to do your grocery shopping? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's the only way you can go naked to the grocery store. But why would you want to do uh, it that way when you can just go to a grocery store's website, you know, Walmart does mm-hmm. grocery delivery. I'm sure Albertsons does. Kroger does, but apparently a bunch of people are on strike from Kroger in the in the country. Mm-hmm. So that's new. Um, you know, Strike Watch 2022. Uh, we got our first. Actually, well, <laughs> one we have Kroger. So you know they're they're striking for wage stuff in Colorado, but it's you know one of those. Hey, you know Kroger's already shitty, but this is apparently them being extra shitty. Uh, so that's ongoing, but then apparently there's also like a, a freight train strike handling coming up, which might oh, be uh, okay. because like one of the companies is trying to do some shit. I haven't looked into it, but it's like, oh look, there's a fucking freight rail strike about to happen on na- on the nationwide scale. That's gonna be great. Supply chain. Yep. It's like what's transported on trains. Uh coal and stuff and fuel and all sorts of other things so it's like well this is problematic i hope they uh believe the merch and stuff and like construction supplies and shit yeah because like i mean there's yeah the the short trains that drop off loads of wood and stuff at the nearby lumber yard um so that's cool i guess i mean but like another the, Starbucks store unionized. Too. Yeah, that, that was yeah. that was cool too. Like second store, and there's others. Um, like the Bessemer, what Alabama Amazon uh-huh. warehouse is getting a second election because Amazon fucked with it enough that even the National Labor Relations Board couldn't get bought off hard enough. And they're like, "Nah, yeah. this is shit. You got to redo it." Yep. So that's fun. Um, like what? A, like that's some good labor stuff that's happening in the country. People standing up for themselves because like shit people and this is this is what also kind of is wild with the kroger thing is like people are quitting in droves because they're not getting paid their quote any like extra they're being treated like shit and because people are quitting it just makes it hard on the existing workers and things keep falling mm-hmm. further and further behind which is really wild because right now uh the Kroger, my local Kroger is doing a remodel on the interior. Like they added an extra foot of height to all the shelves and they've rearranged all this stuff. And I'm like, I can't find anything right now. This fucking sucks. Have so you tried searching on the metaverse? Yeah. Let me put on my VR goggles and, you know, Kroger. 
It's like, all right, you need to put on your AR goggles and bring your Kroger phone, and you can search for it on your device, and it'll <laughs> highlight a path through the store to find your item. Um, that, right. I mean, like, that would be useful, but that's not where the technology is going right now. Then they don't let you pick up your Claritin because you have your meth head avatar on that day. You're oh, like, oh no. hang on. Let, let me put on my a successful business person avatar instead. <laughs> yeah, they judge you based on what what your avatar is as you walk through the store, and if you're like the VR chat default robot, everyone's like, ah, no, no, bots get out. They ban you from the <laughs> store because you don't have, you know, you, it's like having the the egg avatar on Twitter or the mm-hmm. you know just person silhouette. Yeah, and not even a colored <laughs> one, but just the gray with gray. It's like, no, 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 you're you're obviously a bot. You're a key smash. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm sorry for a bunch of numbers. Your prescription is not ready. Like, next thing you're going to try to sell me gold from WoW, you know? My name is Karen57724, and I demand to speak to your manager. Yeah. Anthropomorphic blonde film over. Jeez. <laughs> so, in uh, English news, Turf Island news, this was uh, uh, a couple of high-profile things, you know, in light of uh, Ghislaine Maxwell getting uh, found guilty on multiple charges and probably going mm-hmm. to prison until she gets Epstein. Um, there was a secondary lawsuit that was related that uh, Virginia Guffrey, a woman, claims she was victimized by now former Prince Andrew of the UK. Um, and uh, the Fed judge was like, nah, this, this lawsuit's going to go forward and uh, – you're going to have to deal with it. And then for some reason today, uh, yeah. the Prince Andrew was stripped of all military titles and patronages, and he will no longer be called uh, his royal highness and will have to defend his sexual abuse case as a, quote, private citizen, unquote. Yep. That nonce has been thrown under the bus. Yeah. Like, uh, for them to say the palace and its considerable monetary and legal resources are not going to help you. You're, you're fucked. Is that's that is a really big fucking deal uh, for the the royal family to to take that action. Yeah, I mean it's um, literally a rich, powerful, not wealthy he royal. Deserve it, but I'm like he must have. Yeah, that's to, that's fucked up. He should totally not get away with that shit. And I'm really glad that they actually were like, nah. You don't get to be the, the Duke of anything now or whatever. You get to be the Duke of shit. Yeah. So yeah, they they stripped him of those things today, and it's like, oh, wow, you, you got thrown under the bus hard. Um, mm-hmm. Which, you know, fine, good. You yeah. know, if you, if you got up to half the shit that was claimed against you, then yeah, man, you're a, a real sick fucker. The British Isles, or the Pedoff Isles, as I saw an image call them, you know, they got some big problems with rich, powerful people doing this shit. It's not too surprising that him being connected to Epstein and all that. It, it seems to be a thing with rich fuck. Yeah. You know? And not even it's, in like... I, I guess maybe we should be glad that fucking Musk and Bezos are putting all their money into going into the moon and dick-shaped rockets. Like, because it seems those are the two options. When you're super rich, you're either like, I'm either going to go to the moon or fuck some kids. And they have enough money to go to the moon. Because, you know, human lives are cheaper. Obviously, you don't want to get too conspiratorial with it, but, like, this guy had some direct connections with Epstein, and he was certainly up to some shit, so, like... Yeah. Plus, you know, the UK has a long history of various television personalities. I mean, not that the US hasn't had it either, but, like, right, there was yeah. that one who was, like, a children's television presenter who was this massive uh, pedo. Jimmy Savile. Yeah, Jimmy um, Savile. And then there was Gary Glitter who was, uh, like, a, a big musician, like, super popular in the 80s in Britain, and turned out that, you know, he was uh, he was a pedal also. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting another big one, um, which might be that, like, it was maybe just not somebody of my generation that was maybe, like, big in, like, my parents' time or something. But I feel like there was, like, another fairly well-known one that was outed a few years ago. Yeah. It's but, just, uh, it really yeah. is, I think, like, it's not, a lot of these people are probably not actual, like, clinical pedophiles, it's just probably because they have money and they can get away with it. It's literally a power thing, rather than an attraction thing, probably, for these people. Maybe? I mean, you I never know, fucking know. 
but it's really one of those things where it's like we so rarely see rich fuckers have any consequences and they're like what's the most depraved thing i can do with my billions of you know space bucks it's like well why don't i do a shitload of drugs and fuck some kids solve you know issues in a town or anything nah like let's let's do some drugs not not to try to get too into the mind of these people but i'm not sure i think it might actually be an attraction thing with them because like if you had unlimited money and you could pay to have sex with someone who didn't want to have sex with you and someone would procure that person for you like wouldn't you feel like more powerful if your victim was an adult as, a, as opposed to a child fuck if i know but, man uh, yeah i'm just i'm just trying to suss it out where i'm like if it's not if it's an if it's not an attraction thing then surely you would want to fuck an adult if you were paying for it i mean like, like a lot of like you have sexual these- assaults are because of power and dominance and not like yeah. sexual desire I'm not saying it wouldn't be rape. It would definitely still be rape. It would be a power play, and you would be using your money to to enforce that. Um, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, wouldn't you do some, do it with someone of age or someone that you found sexually attractive? Yeah, because like, you would be like, I want that person. Well, you can't have them. They don't want to sleep with you. And you turn around to someone like Epstein or some heavy, and you're like, "Here's Buddy, get them for me," and they do because you're rich. Yeah, and, it really is one of those, yeah. and it does feel like you're, you know, brushing on the edge of conspiracy village there. But it's like, no, I mean, if these people are rich and powerful and very rarely face any sort of consequences, um, because, yeah. because of they have money, and like the fact. You know, the whole thing that brought this conversation up was that, hey, here's actually a fucking prince arguably facing consequences for the first real time for his shit. And it's like that's – it's super rare, so it stands out a lot. Yeah. Man, it's – it's it's fucked up. It it is. It is. But it – you know, maybe – I mean it is a positive thing like you said that people are actually finally being held accountable like – you know, Epstein was going down for the rest of his life if, you know, he hadn't have died. And, like, this guy is literal royalty. Like, royalty used to be fucking untouchable. Yeah. And now other royals have been like, you're not a royal highness anymore. It's like, we don't know this that's, guy. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah. So, I mean... You know, I know that like most rapes are still criminally underreported. You know, maybe the tide is turning a little bit. You know, this might be in part like because of the B two movement. You know, because like the, you know, Weinstein ended up going to jail. You know, Cosby's case is still in limbo, but he did go to jail for a little while. And like like some of these um, twisted old men are actually seeing consequences and you know and, and maxwell she's probably going to go to jail as well so. yeah because she was his right hand woman well yeah yep. in other consequences news though oh <laughs> the uh there another herman Cain award winner here <laughs> no well possibly potentially um unfortunately our shit-ass supreme court did uh block biden's uh vaccine mandate for companies over 100 but they also left it in place for medical facilities so you know if you work at a hospital you have to get the shot but if you don't Mm -hmm. fucking whatever but that just means that the medical facility will have a vaccinated staff when they have to deal with your unvaccinated ass and it's like that's that's not great um it's fucked up it's all fake um, it, yeah, it also it, it makes no fucking legal sense because like the whole point of the Supreme Court is to review a law and determine whether it is constitutional or not. That's it. I don't I don't understand how they can they can look at this ruling that the administration had made and be like, this isn't constitutional to require this. It is constitutional to require this in a healthcare setting. Yeah. Like, how does that make any sense at all? You know, and I'm sure they have, like, and that's the thing, is that, like, you know, a fucking good enough lawyer or judge that can fucking twist the words of 
the Constitution or the law to say anything that they want it to, you know. It, just, it doesn't fucking matter anymore, you know. And, and I don't even know how the hell they made that opinion. I don't, I'm honestly surprised that they that they split that and, and, and carved out an exception well, at all. Well, the other fucked up angle, yeah. too, is that they uh, literally did the what about whatever happened to my body, my choice in the, you know, blocking it. But then, of course, they left Texas's SB8 in law while second secondary uh, challenges went through. Yeah. So it's just naked fucking hypocrisy. Um, oh, yeah. But it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, well, fuck, like that's not something I can get mad about, honestly. Of course, it fucking sucks, but like I've got so much other shit to get mad about that I can't affect, that I can't affect, that shit that I can't affect is like, well, that fucking sucks doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah. Like... <laughs> It's not at all surprising in, like, looking at legal Twitter. They're like, yeah, this is completely expected with the political court. Like, they're mm -hmm. literally farming things up to the Supreme Court intentionally so they can gut the law because instead of being actual impartial jurors, they're a bunch of ideological hacks. And, uh, you know, insert legally actionable opinion here that I will not actually say about mm -hmm. the Supreme Court. In other consequences news, though... Uh, the DOJ actually did uh, arrest, make some arrests, and file some actual criminal sedition charges against some of the people that were fucking around on January 6th of last year. Mm -hmm. uh, the leaders of the Oath Keepers, which are paramilitary group that intentionally tries to recruit from former cops and military, um, and yeah. a bunch of other people got arrested today uh, with actual super-duper big-boy charges. Mm -hmm. Um and so, yeah, the Oath Keepers leadership and a bunch of people that were there that day are now actually uh, potentially going to face some very, very serious charges. And, like, if you go through, say, Question Authority Mike Dunford's thread, he basically kind of did a quick overview and took relevant screenshots, but it was like, these dudes were ready to bring in guns across the Potomac with boats and had stuff mm -hmm. off sites ready to, you know, they were just ready and waiting to get the word from on high to like start shooting people, I guess. And Oh, like, and I saw another thing. I don't know if it was you to post this in the chat or if this was another chat, but they have now subpoenaed records from all the major social media networks as well. Yeah. So, they're going to get access to, like, all of, like, their fucking, their private Discord and their locked Facebook group and all that shit. Any, all these places, Twitter, of course, but a lot of that's public. But any of these places where these chuckle fucks would have been, like, planning shit. And, like, yeah, like, a lot of it is literally black and white. Like, I have two AKs in my truck at this location if you need backup, kind of shit. Like, you know? here, you have a video of yourself yelling this is what's bound to happen get out get these cops out it's our fucking building and then grabbing cops and throwing them into your friend's clutches like that you were filming uh people talking about how yeah i've got all my guns loaded up into my f-150 and hey you know i'm staying at this this they, hotel this like, hotel the and then whatever apparently yeah. after all that shit happened and they left the building they went to fucking Olive Garden. Like, the, these people that broke into the Capitol and tried to stop things after they were done, they were free to walk out and go to fucking Olive Garden. But it took, like, a year, whereupon I'm sure these people were heavily surveilled, and now there's actual full-ass uh, seditious conspiracy charges against some of these people. And yeah. I'm sure a lot more is coming. I I just wish it would trickle up, you know, that like Kevin McCarthy would end up going uh, on trial. Donald Trump would end up going on trial, you know. A lot of fuckos in his administration would end up going on trial and actually doing time. But, you know, all those fuckers are protected. You know, that's not going to happen. Yeah, so there's... You know, this is going to be one of those slow rolls that sucks that it's going to be slow. Yeah. Um, but, like, people are commenting. It's like, you know, the, the Fed doesn't indict if they don't have a airtight, solid 100% conviction rate. 
to, you know, that they don't feel that they can nail you on. And looking at the indictments on some of these things, it's like, yeah, here was them talking on Signal about how they have a bunch of guns and are ready to shoot people. And, hey, I've got a bunch of guns in Virginia that I've got boats ready to take them across if they close the bridges and shit like that. It's like, these guys were ready to come in and clean house. And yeah. It could have been way more fucked up than it ended up being. Like these people, there was this tiny little amount of goobers that were ready, that came ready for war, didn't pull the trigger for whatever reason because they didn't get word from Trump or whatever. And but or the because like you know after the fact we hear these things like yeah they actually had tax squads in the Capitol ready to go if things had gotten much further out of hand and it's like really did they? And it's like, that would have been quite the fucking sight, U.S. Marines gunning down a bunch of dipshit tourists and actual provocateurs. Um, like, that would have been a fucking sight and a half. But, like, there's all this shit that, that happened around that we're only hearing about now. And it's like, damn. Like, when we thought we dodged a bullet, or at least, you know, delayed the bleed out with this, it's like, wow, there was, it could have gone a lot worse. And... Mm. Like, there's only a little bit that we see in these indictments, and the rest is being kept close to the vest. Because, like, back on January 6th of this year, people were making a lot of noise expecting, like, oh, you know, where's where's the indictments? Where's all this? You know, oh, the government's not doing anything. And it's like, yeah, like, we don't see a lot of that shit, and I'm not saying have faith in the government to do shit, but it's like, if it happens, they're going to do it on their own timetable. So today... They actually got, you know, 18 people or whatever on super duper big boy charges of them admitting to crimes. Like, these are guaranteed, you know, guilty pleas, probably. Mm. And, like, I mean, does this, does this count as treason? You still have the death penalty for treason? Uh, but this seems treasonous. Yeah, like, seditious conspiracy. I think they don't get the death penalty if they're not, like, military. But, mm. like, I don't know. Let me let me look up. I'm not gonna like say anything that would make you know Boozy explode out of his skin. Conspiracy code. So, U.S. 18 U.S. Code subsection 2384. Seditious conspiracy. Let's see what law Cornell says. If two or more persons in any state or territory in any place subject to jurisdiction thereof. Um, blah blah blah. They shall each be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than twenty years or both. So like seditious conspiracy, uh, which in this particular case, you know, conspires to overthrow, put down, or to destroy by force the government of the U.S. or to levy war against them or to oppose by force the authority thereof or to force prevent, hinder or delay the execution of any law of the U.S. or by force to seize, take, or possess any property of the U.S. contrary to the authority thereof. Um, which, you know, that seems to be exactly what these guys were doing. The specifically yeah. force, hinder, delay, and then steal. Like, you know, if they, they hadn't gotten the fucking electoral papers, they would have gotten them and destroyed them, probably. Um, right. So, yeah, like, seditious conspiracy and other charges. Like the... So, did you just say that seditious conspiracy has a max sentence of 20 years? Of not more than 20 years or both, yes. That's so, fucked up, man. To overthrow the country's government carries a shorter sentence than selling weed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Like this so-called justice system. Yeah. Um. And looking at that, I'm sure there's a lot more to it. I can guarantee you that. Um. Like, there's a lot more charges. I'm sure laid down. Oh yeah, I'm sure they don't just levy one charge. You know, you they put as many against an accused as possible for good or ill um mostly ill in our justice system but like you know because because they start hiding to negotiate down they're like well we're, we're going to you killed one person but we're going to charge you on five counts of murder and three counts of manslaughter or some poor shit and then your lawyer will be like why don't you just charge them with one count of murder to be like, okay, so your plea deal's 30 years or something like that. You know, it's like, they do that kind of crap all the time. I mean, I guess in this case, yeah, they'll probably throw multiple, there'll be a lot of conspiracy to do this, that, and the next thing. I'm sure. So, 
possibly also like carrying weapons across state lines through states where it's not legal. The gun laws are different per state. So the the big boys, so Albert Stewart Rhodes, Kelly Meggs, and some of the the ringleaders essentially have in the indictment 17 charges laid against them. Okay, yeah. Yeah, big boy season is seditious conspiracy, but then account of conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, uh, obstruction of an official proceeding and aiding and abetting, they work together, uh, conspiracy to prevent an officer from discharging any duties, uh, destruction of government property, mm-hmm. six and seven, civil disorder, eight, assaulting, resisting, or impeding certain officers, and then nine through 17, tampering with documents or proceedings and aiding and abetting. So these are the people that are like, you broke in, you broke stuff, you tried to fuck things up, and you damaged, like, documents. Yeah. So 17 federal charges against that group. There's one dude... Jonathan Walden only caught two counts of obstruction and entering and remaining, so he's probably going to like get off light compared to well, he'll he'll get like three years probably, like based mm-hmm. upon how some of these people have been charged and stuff and and, and, right. and pled guilty. Like Out, this guy is probably so getting good. off like lucky, but then yeah. the second group of people has eight charges that don't include the seditious conspiracy, but everything else you know Mm. entering destruction of property breaking in so like there's three layers of dudes that got uh got here yeah which probably more to come it's just like damn took them long enough but i wonder if that guy that stole the uh speaker's lectern gets like theft of government property or something Eh, probably like the dude like smelled for fucking photos i think he got like six months in prison I mean, six months in Fed as as a felony. Like, you know, he's lost his right to vote and have guns. So, like, he fucked himself up. So yeah, ten others individuals indicted on federal court for such a conspiracy, and then eight others facing charges in two related cases. So, like, you know, and then people are posting pictures of Ted Cruz with them and all this other stuff. So it's like, yeah, they uh, they're dealing with them slowly, but like they are going to need to put these people to as examples to like don't try this fucking shit again they've tried it once and the next time i'm pretty sure the government's not going to take too kindly to it like sometimes i wish we could send people to jail just to be just for being a fucking piece of shit yeah i totally make a case for ted cruz to get my life in prison (laughs) it's like for Trying to go to fucking Cancun while we were yeah. freezing our balls yeah. off last year. You know, that yeah. alone, you get exiled to the moon. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, we're going to, you're going to be the tester for a SpaceX rocket. You're going to the moon. Just, just tie him to the fucking herd and launch him and Elon Musk into the sun. Yep. Is that hot enough for you, Ted? We didn't want you to be cold. Yeah, I I kind of hate Texas. Um, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, and they uh, they have some some issue there. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. I mean, like not even Texas likes him, but our gerrymandered ass political situation in the state well makes it hard to get him rid of him. Actually, no, like Senate is just state popular. Yeah. Senate statewide. That's not that's not from the gerrymander district. That's just sparkling voter suppression. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what it what does affect that is the shit where they did the one um, ballot drop off per county thing, because then they try to suppress the votes of the large cities, which gives the rural votes an advantage, which gives the Republicans an advantage. That's the the fuckery they pull when it comes to um, senators and like the governor's office stuff like that. The uh, the it's, other thing too yeah. that like the reason this was just a stupid coup, like mm-hmm. there was a screen cap from Ben Collins one underscore double underscore on the name. Um, if I were the Oath Keeper about to storm the Capitol, I would not have posted. Here's a link to a web-based chat it uses AES two fifty six. Could be useful for January 6th communications, wink, under the name Oathkeeper for Life on the Donald before posting my hotel room. However, and it's a picture of people, of this dude, 
who apparently had been posting up until about a week ago and then stopped for some reason um uh-huh. about how like hey here's all this shit that i'm gonna get up to on uh january 6th here's a picture of my hotel room here's a picture of me ready to go it's like yes yes you took a photo of yourself and put it on social media brb uh there was tradition leftist meme that was like hey wear a mask to protect other people and it's a maga wojak going no and it's like picture of an ira member with the ski mask wear a mask because the state does not sleep or blink and will get you if you're not careful and the per, the maga hat saying no and has a selfie stick with their camera it's like <laughs> that's true yeah i mean yeah. it's taken a year and they finally got some of these dudes like the the big ones because like there's been plenty of dipshits that posted themselves on social media that have been catching charges like uh the QAnon shaman guy got three years and fed uh, mm-hmm. because he was like a big symbolic dipshit um yeah and that guy's that guy's arc was so weird mm-hmm. like he was definitely a true believer until the fed chewed him up um like whether or not he actually believed you know got some cold reality when big daddy didn't rescue him from going to federal prison for three years i don't know mm-hmm. but like this is somebody who drank the kool-aid and drank it deep and then whoopsie doodle did not get his mm-hmm. ass pulled out of the fire. Um, yeah. And plenty of other people have gotten arrested oh, for their shit. So, like, it's slowly working its way up. And, like, I hope they keep grinding these people into powder to figure out what they were up to. Because these dangerous fuckheads almost had themselves a stupid coup. And I gotta say that this, this year's uh, Awesome Games Done Quick has been far less exciting to watch. There have not been any insurrections or other than the general terribleness of the world at large. Uh, there's not been anything too terrible going on when it comes to uh, awesome games done quick. Uh, so far, so they were go- that was happening last year when yeah. the two happened. Yeah, it was. Uh, did they just all stop streaming and be like, what the fuck is going on? Or- no, because, you know, it was an online event and they were just like, they didn't commentate on it at all. But I have two monitors, so I was just, like, watching, you know, I don't know, a speedrun of Resident Evil 7 or something. And then on the right side, you know, I'm seeing MAGA idiots kick in the door of the Capitol and going, oh, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah. I mean, as it is, there's a streamer running Resident Evil 8 right now. And, uh, you know, hopefully nothing's popping off on another window that I'm not looking at. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, no, it keeps happening during AGDQ. Uh, American regime change done quick. Oh no. Uh, but on, on the positive side this year, they're actually way ahead of their usual donation numbers. Um, mm-hmm. they're at 1.3 million as of, you know, 920, 930 PM on the 13th. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's really cool. Like they're, it's nice to see, you know, last year, everyone was, the numbers were a little down until the end. Like it wasn't as high as the previous year, but this year people are just like, yeah, this is life. Now we're just going to, if we have money, we're going to donate. And, uh, Mm -hmm. they have, so, you know, 1.3 million for cancer screening and, you know, U S and the rest of the world too. So that's cool. Certainly a good thing to support research and prevention thereof, you know, given our, everyone's history with that. Uh, yeah. And you know, it's been it's been nice because there are uh some elements like the awful block was last night and Brasentia got, you know, positive name drops and he was you know, he's apparently very highly regarded in the bad game speedrunning community, like more mm-hmm. than like, oh yeah. he's a cool dude and his husband is, is a furry. It's like, no, actually he's this very highly regarded dude in speedrunning. Yeah. No, I, I met him through furry writing. Like I didn't even know that he was like apparently a big deal in the video game speedrunning community yeah he is a... i was like i'm the first yes to talk about editing and then i was like oh oh you should do like a video game thing too i guess <laughs> yeah like if he ever wanted to come and do a cusa grande at a fiesta even as like an exhibition that'd be fun um basically he I thought he did like in 2018 um, he, he hasn't come and done a cusa grande yet uh, but that is but he, his. But he was there doing. Yeah, with uh, with his husband. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, what it is is it's a basically he gets people to 
run bad games and see who gets the furthest in the game before an hour's time mm-hmm. passes. So basically it's like, hey, here's you know a terrible game for the ZX Spectrum. Uh, good luck. And it's stuff <laughs> people have probably never heard of. Uh, oh, okay. And it was it was neat, and so it's nice to have that little like, wait a minute, I I know of that dude, I've met him before. The people yeah. on the internet are talking about him in a positive manner. <laughs> That's nice. That, that's a good thing. Um, so yeah, like that at least has been a nice thing to. Uh, it was definitely one of those things where it's like, holy shit, like here's a thing that happens every six months that I can look forward to. And since it's an online event, I don't have to worry about it being canceled. So I was like, yes, something, something stable ish. Mm -hmm. Um, which is sad that that's a thing that I have to think, but Hey, it's positive that it is a thing I can think. Um, you know, seeing people just break games in half or speed run kingdom hearts or speed run, just silly NES games that you'd never heard of before. Um, yeah. Or last night was really nice. There was a run of the Zelda's Adventure for the CDI, which, you know, mm. the CDI was a very, very uncommon console that Nintendo had three Zelda games on. The, you know, if, if you remember the, boy, I feel like I could eat an Octorok and the really bad Russian animated Link and Zelda and all that. Well, this one was made by a different company and was done in, like, claymation Mm. and live-action video, FMV. So it had a very particular look, and, like, the the stages were made out of, like, real parts. It was all photographs and stuff, so the, the dungeon was very obviously, like, hey, we took some brown wrapping paper and cut some stuff... And then we laid down three plastic cups on a rubber ball, and that's that's the map. We're gonna, you know, take <laughs> photos and scan it in, and you're cut out of a real person. You're, you know, FMV cut out of a person, like uh, Mortal Kombat style. And then on a background of that, it was just a real interesting artifact that oh. I'd never seen played, and that was just it was there to watch, and so that's really cool. AGDQ, SGDQ, awesome games done quick, summer games done quick, games done quick on twitch.tv, you know, like, it's something that is just fun to watch to me, and I'm always happy when it comes around, because, hey, (laughs) here's something you can count on happening, because they've really got their uh, online event stuff down to a T. Yeah. That is is my one cool thing for the week, Um, like, the VODs are always you know, put out by game after the fact, like they make it very easy to go back and catch things you've missed. Um, so like if you can't catch something because it's, you know, the awful block that airs overnight and it, you don't want to stay up till three in the morning, uh, you can always watch it after the fact, uh, which again, another very positive thing. Cool. Um, so that's my one cool thing for the week right now. Uh, my other cool thing is that like next week, probably gonna be in Oklahoma. Like, yeah. are we going to be going up Friday morning if we go up together or going up Thursday night? Uh, the plan was Thursday night. Um, I was going to leave, like, Thursday after work, get there, probably too late to set up, but check in, and then we would do, like, unload and set up on Friday morning. Okay. Well, again, we're going to have to play that by ear this coming week. But yeah. uh, just, hey, next then week. Then the following Monday, I start my new job so yeah i have to leave on sunday night yeah like, which is also when guardian is leaving so we don't have the hotel on sunday night okay well that is that's good to know we'll play it by ear like i will probably be there um i will be shilling porn in person uh for the first time in a long while and that will be fun i yep. want to sell you smut because it's fun to me a pervert and uh, beyond that, like, I think, because, I mean, we're past probably an hour 20 at this point. I haven't been looking. We've been very rambling. Yeah. Ah, it's only an hour 13, but that's fine, too. Like, we've just been kind of rambling, and I am very relaxed in case you hadn't really tell, couldn't tell from uh, the recording here. Uh, you yeah. Know, you can always email us. I was kind of surprised we didn't get any emails about the topic last week. Um, 
But all things considered, you know, hey, if you guys end up reading Perv or checking it out, like actually somebody in our in the fan chat checked it out from their library via they oh, checked cool. it out the audiobook of it. So apparently nice. there's some library systems that have audiobook checkouts. Uh, so well, I mean a lot of them do, but maybe your local library might have it as audiobook that you can just check out. Um, yeah, there's a uh, system called Overdrive that handles um, electronic checkouts for libraries, and they cover um, ebooks and audiobooks. So if the library um, uses Overdrive, then, then you probably have access to that. Yeah, it's like I, I wasn't really aware of that, and so I was like, oh, cool. Um, so hopefully, you know, people have some thoughts about it, because it, it's such a fucking nightmare of a topic to even like discuss in some ways and it's just mm -hmm. like hey here's a, a pop side book about how people are perverts in like the original sense and we have all these little things pinging around our skulls that we should just be like yeah this is cool and how it is um and finding healthy ways to direct that energy and but like people get so fucking heated about it online and immediately like go super bad faith but it's like hey here's a book that i read and i enjoyed it so you mm -hmm. know Obviously, you know, who gives a shit what a first name bunch of numbers thinks, but like when you can actually have a sit down conversation about a book that you've read, it's like, oh, that's nice. So yeah, email us anyways, if you want to or not, you know, southpawscast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash southpawscast. Um, you can buy some books at furplanet.com. Maybe you'll have some, if you know, worse things, there will definitely be some new stuff at, well, new to Anthorexo, obviously. Uh, yeah this coming this next weekend um so like it'll pro i mean it's a smaller con not gonna expect a ton out of it but there's gonna be a lot of new stuff that's come out between last con and this one yeah uh, so that'll be nice to have and hopefully people be ready to come and get themselves some furry books from the fur planet table at anthro expo um but for planet.com has all the new stuff and then bad dog books has the ebooks uh get yourself some books planet.com oh, ah. ah. um, yeah. other than that guys like just be cool like try to have a nice time online and not pick fights with random people like Don't that's that's just yeah. one of those like hey like it turns out that you don't have to have every hot take or get into anything. Sometimes you can just post silly things like retweeting somebody's ancient scolds bridle but then make it turn into a joke about pup hoods uh <laughs> you know and just have fun with that yeah. so yeah. yeah hey if you're going to be at anthro expo say hi uh from a respectful distance okay yeah uh, so on that note good night and get vaccinated uh. please <laughs>